Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode, my friend. Welcome to Talk to Me First. I am so freaking excited to bring you this episode. I am on a mission to ally and to elevate voices, stances of position, and different lives than what I live. And I cannot believe how incredibly blessed I am to know JNC, the creators of the Black Beauty Project. Now, of course, you've already heard an episode from one of the creators. That's right, Dr. Candace Williams. But I'm so excited to introduce you to the rest of JNC to tell you about the Black Beauty Project to exemplify Black women and Black love. Let's get into this episode with Dr. Candace Williams, Nina Lockhart, and though she wasn't there, Jasmine Colbert, I'm so excited to have you as part of this episode. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Candace Williams and Nina Wallace. Ladies, it is so nice to have you here with me today. So good to be here. Yes, good to be here. All right. Well, who wants to go first and talk a little bit? Candace, I'm going to nominate you. <laughs> I was going to say, not it. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all good. So, Candace, tell a little bit about yourself, your previous podcast guest. So, rehash everybody's memory. And then talk a little bit about the projects we're going to be talking about. Okay, so I am a physician, mom of three, so kind of crazy life, but previous anesthesiologist and pain management specialist, still boarded. But I have switched my life to (laughs) making music and basically being a music producer. And the collaboration with Nina and our co-partner, Jasmine Colbert, basically propelled us all into making a project to uplift our people. So that is black people and to talk about how beautiful they are. So that's the project we'll be talking about. The single is called Black Beauty, but the project is Black Beauty Project, which is the upcoming album. And so it's just been a stark contrast. Last year I was, you know, in an operating room this year, I'm making tracks, (laughs) making beats (laughs) and basically trying to spread the word about, the fact that Black people are beautiful in spite of all the losses that we've seen, the police shootings, the brutalities, like everything is going on. And I just, you know, want to remind people that Black people have humanity. We're real folks, right? We're people just like people of any other race. And, you know, we should be loved and treasured and respected and all those things. So the music, you know, the goal is just to uplift and to remind people of that. Yeah. And Nina, you pick the word necessary. So tell me a little bit about why you picked it for us. Well, when I think of Black Beauty, I think necessary is the first word that comes to my head because it's important for people to understand that there's, there isn't just one face or one type of beauty. And like Candace, just echoing what she was talking about, just helping people to understand like Black people are beautiful too, and not just other people, other non-Black people to realize that, but also really for Black people to to remember that too. Because, I mean, we've been taught to hate ourselves, you know, taught to hate our hair texture, our skin color. There's just, <laughs> it's endless, an endless list. So for us to remember, hey, 
you know, my form is, my existence is a deliberate expression of God's power and love. Like ours is a timeless beauty crafted by the God of the universe. Like we have to remember those things about ourselves. And then, yeah, also all of our counterparts to to understand that too. And to just help put the humanity back in. (laughs) Yeah, I guess uh, that makes sense. Yeah. It does, 100%. And so tell me how this project came into being. Ooh, good question. You know what? I want to say that its origins, they, there might be multiple points of origins, but I know I can start with this. So our, our friend Jasmine, the one that is doing the spoken word on the song, she puts on this tea and verse uh, poetry salon where you know people get together, different poets and musicians and do our thing. And so this latest one or most recent one well it didn't really happen but we'll get into that (laughs) she invited candace and myself to perform and this the theme of this one was featuring black female artists so we wanted to really put a magnifying glass on that and so of course COVID hit it shut it down like everything else around us and so jasmine thought well hey why don't we do like this collaborative uh like impromptu improvisational piece to give something to the people that were, you know, going to be attending, just give them something. And so we thought that was a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And then we didn't really move on it right away. Then out of the blue, all I know, Candace calling me. Oh my gosh, I was awakened in the middle of the night. I, I had to, this song in my head, I had to get it out. And this is what it is. Can you do something here? This is, what, this is how it goes. And so basically it shifted, you know, from my hands, Jasmine's hands, my hands. and we just made this beautiful thing. And it's really, I don't think we meant for all of this to happen, actually. <laughs> we were just saying yes and doing it and doing what we do. So yeah, and then, I mean, I'll let you take it from there, Candice. But we ended up saying, hey, why don't we use this as the you know piece that we were going to do? Right. Yeah. No, that's exactly how it happened. Um, I do want to double back just about how Nina and I, our history, how we reconnected. So, you know, I mean, as you know, Erin, I'm here, la, 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 like in the medical world, doing the medical things. But I also, my other side of my life was having a bunch of musical friends, but they knew me as a musician somewhat. I would play music every now and again, maybe organ or piano, but they also knew I was a doctor. So they all knew me as a doctor still, right? So that I still kind of had that framework. Well, Nina was somebody who I knew from a while back when we had a mutual kind of musical mentor. And we were, you know, formerly pretty tight. We would hang out and then we lost contact. So I somehow doubled back. I don't know. I just kind of felt like, man, I need to get back in contact with Nina, start calling her. And I finally connected with her. And what's cool about that is like, you know, since that time we've had kids, right? I mean, before we were, you know, young and wild and free, right? (laughs) So since then, you know, I have three, she has two. We reconnected before this tea and poetry uh, salon gig was called, we kind of just hashed it out like at the house just saying like, hey, and what's going on? And she was telling me like, hey, you know, I want to get into some writing. I want to get into, you know, some things. And I kind of stopped singing. And I was like, what? You stopped what? Because her voice, as you know, because you heard the song is phenomenal. So I was going, well, you're not singing. I don't understand. And so we just, we just really unpacked a lot of stuff about motherhood and I I definitely was going through feeling like I couldn't pursue something that was one of my callings, which is, you know, music in full because I had responsibilities and just feeling stifled in that way. And 
I just told her then and there, I said, listen, this is not going to happen. I'm not going to let you go without making music. We're going to have to do something together. So that was the precursor to all of this happening is that we had already reconnected. And so what's strange is that one of my cousins calls and says, hey, you know, do you know Jasmine? I say, yeah, I know Jasmine. Oh, you know, do you want to play for uh, her poetry? I said, sure. And then uh, she was saying, he was saying, well, yeah, it's for Nina. And I was like, oh, yeah, she was just here last week. So it's kind of strange, the constellation of events that brought it all together. But in terms of writing the song, that's exactly what happened. I went to sleep. I was thinking about George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all these deaths. And I, I just really, you know, heard God's voice say, but Black people are beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I just kept hearing that over and over again. And I really wanted to go back to sleep. <laughs> I really wanted to just lay in my bed, but I couldn't. And I literally was in there, you know, opened up Logic Pro, started playing the stuff. And I literally like recorded vocals at 2 a.m. with my kids next door <laughs> and sent it to them. So, so I say all that to say that each one of us really like the song and our work wouldn't be what it is without any one of us, if that makes any sense. Like, everybody had like a unique contribution. And that's what I enjoy about the project and working with uh, the two ladies, Nina and, and Jasmine, that they're my friends, right? And we didn't mean for it to be like a big single release and all this other stuff. I don't think any of us thought that it was going to be an album, any of these things, but I'm glad because it's like a kind of a rebirth, at least for me, you know, stepping to my calling and purpose as, as a musician, that's huge to step away from medicine and do that. Most of my medical friends thought I was crazy. You know, for Nina, it's like a rebirth of her music, like a reinventing of herself. And she is so extraordinarily talented. I, I mean, I don't want to like make her feel, I know she's very bashful. She is so talented. I listened to it twice in a row. And, and we both have kind of that mindset of like, no, you know, we, you know, the playing small thing. And so I'm glad because we're able to rub elbows with each other and remind each other like, hey, you got something and to use our talent. So God, I love that story so much because I think I was just sitting here and writing words as you guys were saying, and I hear this so many times, specifically from professional moms who are in burnout. Like they don't even know themselves anymore because you've given it all to your kids. You've given it all to your job. You've given it all to your families. Like it's just like, flushed out of you. And, and the word that I wrote was like that reconnecting with self. And so much of the time, that's what I'm telling my clients is like, who are the people that are your 2am people that even to this day, you could text or call them and they would have your back. Because so many times we get like in this like isolation box where we're like, it's my problem. I got to fix it. I made this happen. When in reality, like you need to like crack open a little bit, have a little bit of vulnerability. And just like this project, look what grew out of it. You guys had no intention of this other than like, we make music. We need to continue making music. That's it. And to share, I guess in that, to share positive messages with our people, to uplift people, because so, so many things are happening in the world today that people are depressed, you know, it's like a mental health thing, right? With everything. And that was before all this, <laughs> before 2020 hit. And so, yeah, you know, I think about that, that for me personally, and I know Nina can share about her journey with sharing with people. I'm very closed. Like 
close to the vest type person. And when I started telling people that I was going to stop practicing anesthesiology to make music, you know, it was crazy. Okay, of course, I always had two or three medical colleagues that say, all that training, how could you? Blah, blah, blah. You have to take care of your family. Okay, you know, that's like less than five people. So I was like, well, not that many folks. I'm not going to listen to them. The majority of doctors said, show me how you did that. How did you escape? (laughs) Right? And then the majority of everybody else, like everybody else who was either in music or something else in my life were like, thank God, we have been waiting for you. What is basically like, what has been wrong with you all these years? Thank God, you know, you were miserable and you sucked. And now (laughs) now you're nice. (laughs) Now you're happy. Welcome back. You know, so... You know, I don't I don't know how it was for you, Nina, in terms of just opening up and and getting like, you know, your music process back started. But oh, gosh, I can 100 percent without a doubt say that God brought me, Candace and Jasmine together. Now, it's funny because we've known each other for years. But when I say together, I mean together, like in a sense, I feel like we were. I'll speak definitely. I don't know so much for Jasmine, but I, I feel like it's pretty much the same for her. But definitely me and Candace were in a place where we wanted to do music, but we were trying to rise from this ditch, you know, and this in this ditch is like, no, you can't. This is over. You have to do this, this kids job, blah, blah, blah. And there's no room. There's no space for creativity. And so to be able to get out of that and, you know, there are people encouraging me along the way, but coming into contact with Candace at that time, we're both saying the same thing in the same, you know, mental space. It was just, it was amazing because like you were saying, Erin, earlier, like we, we need each other. I was completely transparent and vulnerable with her. And she was like, oh my gosh, yes, completely and transparent and vulnerable with me. And I don't think that we would be able to do what we're doing on our own. Yeah, we might be successful in in some ways or whatever, but I really think that this was supposed to happen. And I'm so grateful because, yeah, it's really hard to come out of that. I remember after having my first daughter, my first daughter, my first child, I thought, I'm never going to sing again. My life is over, you know, because I, I didn't know how. How do you do music? And, you know, it's this world of music. There's so much, you have to be so involved and then be, not just a wife, but a mother too. And so then I had my second child and I just really feel like I started to come out of it and uh, believing what God was saying about me and not what other people were saying. And that, that was really the start of it. And yeah, it, it was hard. I, it was hard trying to find the time, trying to find the space to, to write, to, to sing. You know, when I would sing, my kids would start crying because my voice was so loud and they'd break out in tears because they were afraid, you know, <laughs> there's nowhere for me to be creative. It, it was just, it, it was a lot. So being able to climb out of that ditch alongside Candace and Jasmine or them sticking their hands down and me grabbing hold of their hands and them pulling me out of the ditch, you know, I think we did that for each other. And I just give all glory to God because I don't really want to take his credit what we're doing is saying, yes, we're being available and we're, we're having confidence in, our, in ourselves because we understand that he's called us to do it. So, yeah, but I don't know if that makes sense. Sometimes I babble and I forget makes the sense. point. <laughs> you know, and it's, 
it comes to the point of like you kind of get to the why in the road and you're like not this but what and having the faith to step on the I don't know where this is going but it feels right because for so long we've been told don't trust your gut use your head do what's logical chase the money yeah mm-hmm. but I'm just so inspired by you guys because you let your heart lead and it has made this amazing project. So talk about the success of the project and where it's going to go from here. Well, I'll say my little piece first. I've just been really really inspired and motivated and touched by people contacting me. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. This song really inspired me. I downloaded it. I downloaded it. I downloaded your song. I love your song and I think for us what you know our intentions first and foremost is we want this song to reach people's ears to penetrate their hearts and minds and to get a positive reaction to plant good seeds and to yeah to provoke thought provoke just good change and um to build and to and to speak life right so that's what we want to do and that's what we're getting that's what i'm hearing from people that is like the best present and then on top of that it's like wow we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and it sounds great and yeah so it's just it's exciting but yeah first for me it's just hearing people say man i was really inspired by this song this was so beautiful it really touched me because that's what we that's what we wanted to do that i th- i think that was our our first goal yeah so that's where i'm at with it uh I just can't wait to continue and just continue traveling down this avenue and and do more and more. Yeah, I mean similar, way similar for me. I mean, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback from it. I, I like Nina, I held my not that I held my musical talents down, but I just didn't really believe myself in that area. But I was also kind of like I mean, I'll say it and Nina knows, you know, in my family, I have a huge musical family, but it's in the gospel realm. And I'm not really a part as a part of that as a musician. I'm not accepted as that in my family. I'm more so accepted as a singer, which I'm which I'm totally good with. But that caused me to kind of push down that part and to suppress it. I mean, the the feedback about the song, I guess what touched me the most is that people were really emotionally being touched by it. And that let me know that even with what I estimate to be the little talent, right, that I have, that I can touch somebody emotionally, that was the biggest payoff for me, you know, just to see that people who were close to me, even my own mom, she asked to listen to it twice. So she started to see me in a different light because my mom, you know, she saw me as, you know, the doctor. Whenever I tried to like talk this music stuff, she was like, get out of here with it, right? So (laughs) not that she's not supportive, but you know how moms are, they want you to do, you know, what they feel is the right thing. And so um, you know, I was, knew things were on the right track when those close to me or, you know, friends, family, and then other people are like, yeah, this song is really touching. You know, um, I had a few friends like ball, you know, they really cried because it like touched on some things that especially black women and Jasmine did an amazing job oh with the poetry. I mean, I cannot wait a minute when she did the poetry and sent this to me and I like, po- you know, put it in the song, and everything I had to call her like. How, how how could you like how could you put these words together? I mean, she really painted a picture of what a lot of black women 
feel, you know, especially black women in America. And so that touched a lot of people. And so for me, that was, man, that's the, been the biggest reward so far. So people are streaming it, they're downloading it and all those things. And that's wonderful. But the biggest payoff is just knowing that it's helping unearth some stuff and helping people really feel a little bit better, hold their heads up a little bit higher, right? Put their shoulders back and kind of feel like, you know what, I, I'm worth something. Yeah. You know, that means a lot to me. Like you mentioned before, you know, learning to treasure the beauty in black people mm-hmm. for black people. Right. Lots of times people will ask you those questions of like, well, why do you have to do that? You know, why is it only for black people? And if you don't know by now, you just don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality of it, right? I mean, it's it's just one of those things where I'm so glad. Now, this was before a lot of the other things that have happened. Like, we wrote this song kind of like the very beginning of things starting to pop up. But if you think about what's happened from March to now, you know, just being in quarantine, everything... It's like, wow. I mean, it really has become evident that this conversation is needed. So I want to like blast this song out on my podcast, but I'm not going to. I'm going to make people go download it and stream it. So tell them the best ways to do that. So it's on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Deezer. So, So many of the the larger outlets and it's under you would search the title is black beauty by j n c those are initials j dot n dot c there you go that would be my challenge to every single listener here on dr me first is go listen to it and then find what emotions stir up in you and just acknowledge them don't judge them don't push them down don't try to rectify them like just be in the music Yeah, that's beautifully said. I love that. Well, ladies, thank you so much for following your heart, for putting this out. I am so excited to see what the Black Beauty Project is going to bring to us, the whole album. Y'all are going to have to, like, come back here and show us some samples. I'm just so excited for that for you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. And people can find out more about our project and us in general by going to blackbeautyproject.live, L-I-V-E. It's just a landing page that explains the project and some things we talked about here. For this kick of encouragement, I was looking back through my notes and I couldn't decide on just one thing to do as the kick of encouragement. So I'm just going to read them off because... This episode, I think, is just so touching to me to see how the magic of just doing something, having action, really can create something magical. And also in our world right now, where we need to talk about black beauty, just so much good messages. So one of the things I wrote down is connection and reconnection. We all crave that. And yeah, sometimes it feels like the little third grader on recess who says, Will you play with me? Guess what? As a grown-up girl, will you play with me? It's so true. We all need connection in our life and that reconnection. And I love the story that JNC tells about how they got together again. My next note on the paper was circled saying, 
playing small. We've all been there where we've tried to take our shape and ourself and shove it into a space or a small hole that did not fit us. It's like taking my big nine and a half size foot and shoving it into a narrow little sandal with a pointy little toe and a three inch heel. That just don't work. It just don't work at all. How uncomfortable is it? And how quickly are we ready just to like throw it away and throw it aside? So it's the same thing in our lives. Quit playing small. Quit shoving your nine and a half shaped foot into something that doesn't fit. Find what fits. Find what loves you. Find what feels so natural that you could do it in your sleep. Quit playing small. Understand that there is no one type of beauty. Why is it taking me this long to figure it out? (laughs) That my kind of beautiful is beautiful and your kind of beautiful is beautiful. And anyone's kind of beautiful is beautiful. Any body is beautiful. I was recently talking with one of my past coaching clients and she had reconnected with me and said, Erin, I'm really struggling. She's got some recent news that's changing the trajectory of her life. And she was going through all the emotions of her body not being able to do things that it used to do. And will it still be able to do things in the future? And what I reminded her and what I remind myself And what I remind you, look at the beauty of your body. Look how it moves you up the stairs. Look how it consumes wonderful food. Look how your heart continues to beat minute after minute and breath fills your lungs and white cells and red cells circulate in your bodies and your fingernails continue to grow and your hair, even though it may be thinning, it continues to grow and it continues and it continues. Stop focusing that your curly hair isn't straight or that you got freckles all over your nose or that you got a little bit of muffin top on top of those granny panty underwears that you're wearing now instead of the skinny mini thongs. Your body does great and wonderful things. It loves you. It cares for you. It nourishes you. It continues. And if we can start focusing on that more rather than the shape or the size or the color or the look then we can really embrace and understand that there is no one kind of beautiful. Well, there's your kick of encouragement from my notes as I was talking with JNC about the Black Beauty Project. Go download it. Support this group. Support their message. Support our Black sisters. Support Black children. Support the Black community. Support Black causes. Because their lives, their calling, their pulses. <laughs>